everyone, and welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast that everyone is talking about on the show we're about to record. I am Wham James, and I am joined today for his exit interview, and truly the exit interview of season two itself, the season finale mm. of Wham Juice, mm. the championship game. Oh, I don't... <laughs> Um, Kyle Turner. I hey, Kyle. Hi. I, I shouldn't be the, in the championship. Ultimate, the final, the final girl of the whole thing. He has survived all the serial killers of Nanorimo. I don't think that's he me. is the best one. Let's get talking about it. Oh God. No, no, I'm. Hi, Kyle. How are I'm, you? That's the epitome cliche of like the comedy scene where the guy walks into the wrong room and it's just like <laughs> tries to to live here. Hi, yeah. my name is Kyle, and I'm the champion of Nano. <laughs> if you guys want to buy a special Kyle style hat that says the champion of Nano on the back, that'll be available in, once yeah. Colin hears this. I guess tweet at Colin <laughs> Podboss Baby Boy with an I. Yeah. Um, he should change his, his handle, I think. I agree. Yeah. Kyle, let's talk about writing. Okay. So you did or did not finish. I mean, that's why I felt so awkward with, with, uh, with oh, wait, was that a question or were you just starting? <laughs> <laughs> Whether you did or did not finish, I'm think, collecting my thoughts. No, no, no. Okay, okay. So you did not finish, correct? I did, I did not finish. Okay. What I'm doing, I've decided, mm. is every good story every good character the thing that good characters thrive on is change and development if Mm. i had knocked it out of the park my first year guess what that's not a good character and that's i'm basically saying everyone in this show is not a good character what i'm doing is dropping my pen and then i'm gonna tell you that i am i am the most developed character here because i'm Mm. gonna do first two years of nano failed but I've grown, and we've all learned something. <laughs> and one day, I may finally get that sword and slay this dragon that we call 50,000 words in 30 days. I like the drive. I like the self-justification and the yeah. excuse-making. All of that's yep. really, really good. All that's really good and unhealthy, according to my therapist. <laughs> well, who, who listens to them? Exactly. <laughs> Just because you got some fancy letters after your name, what the hell does that say? It's mostly suggestions, is the thing. Yeah. It's like general rules like don't drink and yeah. play hockey <laughs> pulled it out pulled it out from the gun. It. it's because of the skates right because you could kill someone um yeah. so all right so let's talk about how your month went let's start let's start low and end high okay what and the answer isn't allowed to be that i didn't finish okay cool what was the biggest challenge or sort of the hardest stumbling block that you ran into this this month this season you know, for me, it was actually the end of the month because I actually, I had a stronger beginning and middle than I did last year. And that's all I've been doing this whole year is comparing it to what I did last year, where right. I ended up, I think at like 27,000 words at the end of last year. And I'd started off pretty consistent in the beginning of last year. And then in the middle, I failed miserably and I rebounded slightly towards the end, but still tapered off for this year. I, I mean, everybody, I feel like if Nano analyzed the graphs of all the contestants of Nano, then there would all be a wobble in the first week, which is Mm. basically everyone turning on election news results is what I imagine. Right. So I had a little bit of a wobble, but then I was actually pretty consistent for the first two and a half weeks, three weeks. Nice. But it was just the end. I just hit a wall. And I think it it came down to prep because this year I was very loosey-goosey. 
and I was writing from the seat of my pants, which is not how I normally do. And so I was writing a lot of this story backwards and I got mm. to the beginning and I didn't know how to start the story I see. or what to do in the beginning part. Or I knew that I was probably missing stuff in the middle that I should add. So there was, I think my, my struggle came from a lack of focus there at the end. So did you, did you consistently go backwards? Like you wrote the ending and then you wrote the scene, but like memento? Not no, not not that dedicated. How I would I would say. I think you have a a pretty good concept there. I'm not sure. I think you should just. <laughs> I think I should turn that into a feature film. <laughs> no, but I I pretty much worked my way back to. For, I I wrote very much in disjointed scenes, which was another mm. problem with me towards the end, where I was like, I should probably gap this together now, and mm. that's what I didn't like. Okay. Imagine if I were the creator of the human species. I would be the hmm. bone man, which is, I say, look uh-huh. at all these cool little sections I have and how they, like, this little piece is really cool and this little piece is really cool. Look at that. I'm going to call it the femur. Look at this. Yeah. This bone's funny as hell. Humorous. But then <laughs> they were like, hey, they keep falling down. You need to tie <laughs> these together. And I'd be like, that's not me. You need to get muscle man in here to handle all the <laughs> the, the tissue to get this shit together. I'm the bone man. That's what they call me. I, I have two responses. Well, one is from before. Uh, we gap it together to ask the Lord's blessing is the song that started playing. <laughs> okay. Yep. That's solid. And then, of course, I'm the bone man like I'm the scat man. So yes. just everything you say is musical, even yeah. if you don't mean it. Right. It's a horrifying image that you've just presented me with. So yes. I just, I guess I want to move on very quickly away from that and yeah. talk about anything else. Let's Yeah. Let's go the other way. Let's talk about... What would you say were the biggest, like the biggest wins? What were the bright, shiny beacons of hope for your process in the same way that the bone man has walked into our lives and just won't leave us alone? Won't leave us alone. Would you please deliver us from this horrible, (laughs) horrible bone man? From the bone man, get him out of here, pick him up. All 200 and some number of them. One. One. 201, is that many? No, I think it's 276, but I don't have teeth. Oh, who fucking counts teeth? They're basically just extensions of the lower jaw. (laughs) Exactly. Both sets. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) For wins, I would say that, and I think actually you and I got to talk about this this Mm. month, was I think I learned how to start writing a book. Okay. Which is, that was a new experience for me, I think, because I brought so much baggage to my last year's project because it had been something that had been in my mind and my heart for so long yeah. that there was a lot of some shit tied around to it. This was literally, I just started it with nothing, with just an idea. Right. And I had written a very short flash fiction based uh, around it that I was kind of, had been inspired by. And so it was like... I kind of started this in nothing. And yeah. that that's what I'm discovering that like a first draft is not actually ever publishable and Mm. that's a good thing and so i actually i had to learn that this whatever thing i came up with with all the bones that it is i can still call it a first draft and the second draft i'm gonna finally get muscle on it and the tissues Mm -hmm. this analogy i'm carrying throughout our entire episode well i love it because when we animate this episode it will have a (laughs) firm image that can keep so we can sort of like go to the like waveforms of the voice but in the corner picture in picture can be where the bone man and the muscle man and the tendon man and little mr metatarsals are gonna (laughs) he does one thing just put put the little ones in put the little one 
It's like, oh. what if we put one in here? So well, this okay. this is this will be really good too as we go into the holiday season, which of course starts with uh, spooky season, and mm-hmm. so we're just gonna kind of bring back spooky season for just a few weeks, and then like we'll the, get back to Christmas. Yeah, the holiday season like Bone Man. Yeah. Then Stomach Man. Yes. Then Muscle Man. Hell yes, yes. These are the only things I want to celebrate. Yeah, exactly. What if all of the holidays? This is getting away from us, but yep. I, it needs to be said, and we need to sort of consider it for a sec. What if all of the holidays? And they don't have to be man; they could be, you know, person yeah. or whatever. But what if they all were just uh, personified in like one word, like Fourth uh, <laughs> of July, like Explosive Man? Expl- I like that. I'm into yeah. it. Yeah, I think if we look at man more of like the suffix of human, mm-hmm. then yeah. so it'd be explosive man and it'd mm-hmm. be boneman. Right. Which are great last names. Yes. You should probably write those down for last names in your book. I got them. Hello, watch. I'm Hank Boneman. I'm a writer. <laughs> I mean, boneman is a very good name. Yeah. It's I'm actually it. it's actually from the French boneman. Oh, which, uh, bon- means, which uh, means good man. <laughs> good man. Yeah. Yeah. That's very good. <laughs> And so we segue back into writing. You had the flash fiction that you wrote in 2019. Is that is that? Yeah, I was uh, before yeah. Nano last year. So right. yeah, yeah. I asked Morgan because she pulled like something she wrote when she was 13. Yeah, as sort of her source-ish material, kind of like what you were saying, like a like a scene from it to draw from. She like knew it in the characters. Yeah, James, I would say that Morgan at 13 had probably more creative and writing skills than Kyle last year. So I would say that's comparable. I would say those huh. those comparisons i never thought about those comparisons before yeah it's a lot in it yeah it's a brand new thing to think about <laughs> but in all seriousness i mean you know yeah she's she's better than you so yes. i guess but in all seriousness actually i asked her how beholden she felt to what she had created previously when she was writing this time and you had much more of a recent creative yeah genesis with this but did you feel like you were able to sort of be like, uh, I don't want him to be a human car anymore. I want him to be a human horse, which is like, like, were you able to move away from things that you had come up with in the flash fiction or did you, or did you not? It's kind of a, like a five part mysterious amphibious question. I guess what I'm saying is how much did the source material affect what you felt like you could do creatively during Nano? No. Yeah. I think my scene inspired a lot of, my thinking of the story and and the characters which was a lot of what the scene that i'd written before was kind of based around was just like setting a character and then setting the world that they were in and so mm-hmm. i based a lot around that one scene and kind of what i was thinking at that time so yeah. and it, to the point where that scene is is definitely it's still in my nano those words are, are in there that that same scene i tweaked it a little bit but i didn't i didn't really change it that much it's it was kind yeah. of integral to my whole brainstorming and session where i was because i did think out that world after in between last year and and before i started nano this year right which is kind of where I started. I didn't have an outline, but I had built the world a little bit and thought about right. that character a little bit. And mm. now I definitely expanded more. That was a pretty shallow. It was like 800 words. So there was like right. a lot of time to dive into too much. But yeah, no, it was, it was pretty integral for me. Yeah. Like you said, there was less time, I think, in between my writing that and me coming up with that. Like that was, it was directly inspired by that. Right. Whereas Morgan is full of so many ideas. She got to pull one from so far back. Right, exactly. Well, I'm pre- I just wanted pretty much to have you admit that on yeah. air. So I think pretty much... Uh, I okay. mean, Morgan owes me money, and she knows this, and um, I'm saying these things to fulfill my, my end. Because she owes you money? Yes. 
I don't understand how I'll give deals you your work. money back as long as you say these things. <laughs> it's 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 like a money hostage situation. Morgan is very good at negotiating. <laughs> Are you going to do nano next year, Kyle? Yes, I can't not. I need it every year. Okay. I I definitely think I am. I'm hoping to finish. I ended this year. I don't think I actually said where I ended this year. I ended at 39,580. So okay. that's where I ended. I didn't break the 40 mark, which is frustrating a little bit, but that's just because I didn't try my last week. And <laughs> obviously improvement over last year, which I was happy with. Yeah. And next year, we're going to improve it even more. And I'm going to get 50,000 words in a month. That is the sound of a man who is confident in the words he's saying. Yeah, I do. I want to also finish the story, I think, because I did like the story and I've written now enough of it that I'm just like, I would like to finish the story. And I actually got very, uh, a very nice note from somebody who listened to this show and listened to one of my excerpts. And they're like, hey, um, can you please finish the story? (laughs) Because I I would like to read the rest of it, please. Thank you. And uh, and so that's always nice to hear. I think anybody, anybody who who writes anything, it's always nice to hear be like, hey, I really enjoyed this and I would like more. Absolutely. And so that was that was very, very nice. And it wasn't even you, James, which was surprising. And I think actually you should feel bad. I withhold judgment until I actually kind of actually see it with my own eyes because it's like... Oh, that's fair. What if you're just sort of like conning me into, oh, yeah, I'm writing yeah. here. I wrote an excerpt and you're just like, uh, just right. really good at improv. And that's why you always make us like FedEx. You printed out papers that before are bound. I, before I record anything. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Notarized. Notarized. You're so... You are notorious for your notary addiction that was that was lovely i couldn't think of an addiction word that started with n which was frustrating but you know don't no, 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 no. james stop james stop james stop all right the joke i was gonna make is i also need it signed by four governors you 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 beat me to it but before we go i want to talk to you a little bit about the oh okay i talked to tracy about it immediately prior to our recording so <laughs> It's fresh on the old brain. Fresh on the old noggin. Do you feel like having this project with her helped you this year or affected your writing this year? Uh, majorly. Absolutely. Last space, I was disappointed with how consistent I was able to write because that was one of the things I wanted to improve. And one of like the impetuses and drives behind us making the blog was like, hey, we want to write consistently throughout the year. Oh, how consistently you weren't being. Exactly. We were okay. not we were not publishing as regularly <laughs> I was as we off wanted about to. How regularly I was posting things. It was just like, oh god, I wish I was more sporadic. <laughs> I do. No. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense. Always the other way with old Kyle. <laughs> um, and so that was one of the things that I was still frustrated with after we were running the blog, but the thing it did show me was how much fun it is to come up with new ideas. Like it's difficult, but just to come up with a simple idea that you can just execute for 1500 words or sometimes you think it's just going to be 1500 words and then you just don't stop writing and then you publish a 7,000 word short story and that's like that's really really fun and kind of ridiculous and so being more comfortable in that space where you're just fleshing out ideas for the hell of it and I think actually Tracy and I were talking recently where we were just saying I think I want to write just short. I want to write more short stories now because I used to only be like about big novel or big story ideas I was like oh, I want to write this big story with all these different pieces but now I'm just like, I just, I just want to write a nice little short story now. I want to come up with an easy idea and just go with it. I asked Tracy the same question, and it's because you're writing these short stories for this website. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like a possibility for a nano strategy in the future would be like 
10 5,000 word short stories? I think that's do. I, I think there is a lot of people who do some sort of like collection project that they yeah. do. I think so. I think that that would be very interesting. But also then, I mean, that's kind of what we're just trying to do with the blog is basically keep up, you know, word count just throughout the year and not just right. nano, where it's yeah. the only time it's acceptable to write a novel is in November, as we know. Those are the laws. Right. right, right, of course. So that's why we only write short stories and flash fictions on thelastspace.com. But yeah, I, I think it's totally doable. And that would be interesting. I think I, I would do that if I didn't have an idea. I like exploring big ideas, but yeah. I also, I just, I love just cranking out a short story and being done with it. It's very yeah. nice to show somebody what you've written and novels take forever to get to that point, I feel like, right. where you're able to hand them this whole idea. Right, Yeah. I love the idea of short stories that have a forward momentum in terms of a larger plot. Ooh, yeah. like I, was, I, I was talking to Tracy about Olive Kitteridge, which is a collection of short stories, but they're all based in this town and kind of about this woman. Mm. And you don't get a story from her perspective until like three quarters of the way through the book or whatever. Oh, yeah. So you, you're getting all this sort of like development of who she is and what the town she's living in is like and all these interactions that people have had with her, which don't have anything like it's like, you know, and then they saw Olive Kitteridge at the grocery store and she was kind of mean to them. And anyways, they went on with their divorce mm, or it, whatever. It's kind of like a uh, there's a Tom Hanks wrote a, a collection, a short story collection that mm-hmm. has a typewriter in every story and every story is different except it's got a typewriter in them everywhere. It was distracting reading <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. It was it was like you know Alfred Hitchcock appeared in all his movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like knowing that that was coming and being like, all right, <laughs> where is we're it? In a, where is it going to be? We're in a lifeboat. How is this going to happen? Tommy like, boy, where'd this happen? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was actually a novel that I did read that I'm now after you said that because I've never read all of uh, Kitteridge, but I there and I can't remember the na- name of this book, but it was the whole structure of the novel is based around the main character who is is kind of like a magical realism he's kind of like a big fish quality where it's like mysterious things just kind of happen around him but the whole novel is told from the perspective over his life of people who have just kind of been around him or interacted with him or just been in the same town as him and owen meany no nothing i don't think so i can't remember the title of the book it's like something beasts extraordinary beasts uh, it's fantastic be somewhere to find them. <laughs> Magical realism. People. No. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Yeah. yeah I see. Yeah. You see. <laughs> and it, it was the same where it wasn't until the very end where you, they, you got a story from the perspective of, of that, uh, the main character, but I'm desperately trying to spell <laughs> extraordinary into Google as I'm speaking. It is not going well. <laughs> I put in dairy and that's not a, even extraordinary. Extraordinary. Tracy, that's a pretty good episode title, too. Oh, no. I'm the bone man. It's still the best. <laughs> I don't know who you think you are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's... it's uh, All I'm fucking getting is the crimes of Grindelwald and all the various crimes that these beasts have done against these poor people. Uh, oh, no. It's here. Beasts of Extraordinary Circumstance. That was it. By Ruth oh, Emmy Lang. You were reading that. You've podcasted about that before. Oh, I probably have because I did enjoy. It was such a weird book that it stuck yeah. with me. It's one of those weird book of the months that I got yeah. that has genuinely stuck with me, and I haven't reread it since I think last year. And so I, I probably will dive back into it now. I wonder if you talked about. So you talked. You read it last year. I you did. Must have talked about it on on Wham just last it, year. I must have been. So this and that was a hidden callback that you've really you've really shined a light on when you think mm. about it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, cool, cool, cool. All, whole... those, all those season one heads that are like, I don't listen to season two. No, 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 yeah. No, the shark. They're missing out. They're like, hey, did you hear? In se- at the yeah. end of season two, they did a, a season one callback. It was amazing. They're missing all like the secret codes and, and stuff that we have put into this season. Right. As far as that are callbacks to the past, but also predictions of the future. Exactly. Yes, here's a fact. If you listen to all of our minutes and you, you put them in 1.75 speed and then you slow it down to 1.25 speed after okay. that, all the minutes add up to all of our final word counts. It's crazy. That is wild. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. Also, I have to do this in order for the for the code to actually be complete. So hold on a second. Lobster bisque. There we go. Now, <laughs> now, now the message is complete. Now it's perfect. Uh, I didn't think I was going to be able to work that in organically. <laughs> Kyle, it's a silly time. It's a silly it time is. with you. Always. It's a jolly holiday with Kyle is what I just made up on the spot. Oh, good. So is there anything else that you would like to talk about about your experience whether good or bad or whatever that we haven't already talked about that you wanted to bring up? Honestly, I think one of the things that I I was talking recently with somebody, Tracy, maybe, but how how helpful this show has been for me this year because i think one of the only reasons i got over the election week hump was because i knew i had to do this podcast and i actually like one of my close friends who uh, who lives here we were riding together the first few days he's not a teacher is he he is a teacher i talked about this right and how (laughs) he had stopped and i was just like i wouldn't have done it without the show so that's i and i said that last week but this is an important lesson that i learned you ask me a question i'm fucking answering it james No, I'm just, I'm also trying, I'm trying desperately to be like, and uh, wet, hot American moon juice, of course, because this is the season finale. And so I'm like, trying to be like, this is what saved me. And it saves us all through moon juice, our savior. um, I thought we were going to say this. No, this is where we're launching the religion. You know this. I sent you the memo. Uh We we gap it together to ask the wham juice blessing. In high tide and low, we gather together. That's our (laughs) song. (laughs) <laughs> yeah all right well kyle this has been a blast surreal as always always it's a wild time no one really knows where it's gonna go i mean sort what, what like... do you expect with a wet hot american mood juice as a title of a show exactly that's the theme song oh cool where can people find if they want to find you on the internet, Kyle? They can find me at Kyle the Turner on Twitter and, since you mentioned it, thelastspace.com, where Tracy and I are working on some stuff right now, so we're we kind of on hiatus for the website, but coming 2021, when everything is much better than 2020, mm-hmm. there's going to be a new The Last Space. It's still going to be at thelastspace.com, but it'll still it'll be a new Last Space um, with the, all the old stuff. <laughs> and the same people and it'll look the same but it'll it'll be new please treat it as new (laughs) it'll be so new (laughs) yeah so that'll that'll be coming but there's still good stories on there right now tracy has a killer one about a purple mushroom that is absolutely one of my favorite things that she's ever written so you should read it awesome yeah go on over there and and read uh read some tracy and kyle originals yeah that's right opposed to tracy and kyle cover songs right right okay yeah we got it we got there i should actually say too because i wrote the thing the little flash fiction that i wrote that inspired this year's nano is on there it's called the debt so if you want to read that what i've been talking about this whole time that's also on there it's just called the debt awesome so it's like 800 words yeah i think so cool so just like read it 50 times and then you'll be good 
that's it. I mean, that's still not good. I would still lose. And but this is my arc. My arc. Exactly. I think next year we're gonna really we're gonna hit the pivotal moment. I think. I'm gonna write one haiku next year and just be. That's it. <laughs> well, because you have to. You have to start down. You have to start exactly. at the bottom. Nobody cares if you're already on top. Which, by the I way, congratulations. That, I'm very happy oh, that you've thank you succeeded thank you. on your first nano. N- nobody cares if you're on top was the original title to Drake's Started from the Bottom, <laughs> Now We're Here. <laughs> nobody cares if Drake's on top. That was the, t- that was the album title. That's oh, so wild. God. It is wild. And it's always a wild time with you, my friend, James. On Wet Hot American Moon Juice. A NaNoWriMo podcast. NaNoWriMo. <laughs> all right goodbye get out of here all right bye i love you leave the room okay oh he's gone he'll, he's closing the door The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.